Tassif, you know, let's yeah. change things up this week. Okay. Start the intro. I'm starting the intro? Yeah, we're When recording I'm already. already. Like, so Bro, I'm already so scattering to like try to figure this stuff out. Okay. While you're trying, yeah. Okay. No pressure. No worries. But wait, isn't it Chris's guess? Chris should start it. No. You start. <laughs> Keep it told. <laughs> nope. You start the intro, Chris is going to continue. Don't worry. Let's okay. hear you. Bring yeah, it on. Bring it on, Tassif. Well, <laughs> this is on my AirPods, okay? Don't worry. Mic's being recorded. Just making sure, okay? Hit record. Everybody's recording on their cameras. We're all okay? Uh, let's go. go. We'll okay. find out. Welcome back to another episode of Creative List Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, Chris, take it away. <laughs> that All was right. it. That was it. That was it. I mean, what do that, you want me to that, say? <laughs> Chris, Chris, I, I need yeah. enthusiasm. A little bit All of right. enthusiasm, like a safe skis here. Do you want me to do it? Or yeah, you... yeah, yeah. Let's go. Okay, okay. okay. Um, welcome back to the Creativeless Podcast, where each week there is a surprise guest, guest. and uh, two people don't know who it is. And Thank you. this week, I have the pleasure of introducing our guest, and it's, uh, it sounds and like it's going to be a surprise for you two. You, yeah, I you've kept him very secretive so, so far. I mean, Emilio right. is the worst at keeping the secret. I think we've established that, but I think, uh, yeah, you're doing pretty good. You're, you're going to see next week if I'm good in keeping <laughs> secret. Not ne next week, the, the week after. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, next week, we all know yeah, who it is. All right, so our clues for this week before I introduce our, our guest So this week we are back on this side of the pond, as in Tassif and I's side of the pond. We're out of Europe. Excellent. Um, okay. One of his very first uploaded videos is real footage of him being stabbed and then blown up. Okay. Stabbed and then what? Blown up. Okay. Exploded. Um, and uh, this guest has a secret YouTube channel as well as his main channel. And uh, as far as I'm aware, his other half is also British. Any ideas? His other half is And British. he's he's from Canada? No, no. He's from the North the America other half continent. Of the pond. No, no, he's probably from North America yeah. then. Alaska. He's from the States. Ah, from States. the States, okay. Okay. Those are pretty tough tough. Yeah, things. dude. I have no idea. Who's been and stabbed and blown up? More What the heck we is want that? we want more we want more uh more Okay, things. he uh as far as I'm aware, he um I think he's out of Texas. I Texas Sydney. Sydney DeYoungson? Mr. Guest, uncover your camera. It has to be Sydney. Yay! 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 There he is. <laughs> I forgot about that video. I totally forgot about the video where I was stabbed. That was... What's up, Sydney? I, I, I went on your channel today and I was like, all right, what can we get for some uh, some good conversation here? And I saw that video. I literally laughed out loud when I saw it. Like, your, your camera guy is a British guy just saying... Like, Guy, have you heard of Danger? Like, that was a good video. I like that. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I Well, that's what I did back in the day before YouTube. I loved doing sketch comedy and, like, doing all these sketches, kind of like Lonely Island, and just, just love making people laugh. And so I, I completely I forgot tell. about that video. <laughs> it's a good one. You should bring that up. It was good. It's a classic. I probably should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So thank you for like, being here. Who's here? <laughs> yeah, thanks for for having me. Am I uh, guest number eight, nine, ten, or something like that? Uh, seven or eight, I think. One eight, nine. cool. Eight. eight. You know, eight. it would be yeah. it would be very funny when uh, Chris says, and his wife is British. <laughs> <laughs> 
to everybody say Sydney the Ong Zone. Yes, <laughs> you know that that would be. <laughs> I think like, it's probably something I just picked up on because the few times I've watched your stories or whatever, and your your wife's in it, and I was like, that's definitely a British accent. So. Oh yeah, she's uh, she's a Brit. She's yes. a proper Brit too. She's from Bath. Which is like okay. the fa- the fancy part of, of the UK. It is. She has. <laughs> That's the, cool. Uh, How'd you guys meet? Accent. Like, was she in, in the states or were you we, in the UK? No, we we met through a mutual friend because well, she saw a video of me dancing to single ladies on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Power of video, man. That's there it. You Power go. of video. There you go. <laughs> wow. You lived there for a bit, right? Uh, yeah, I lived in England for about three and a half years. Okay. Yeah, about three and a half years. Loved it. That was yeah. great. And uh, yeah, we're gonna visit next year uh, once everyone's all vaccinated and all that stuff. But uh, but sure. yeah, I loved it out there. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing about England? Fish and chips. I I want it. Well, <laughs> yes, absolutely. That was one of my questions. Your favorite British food? You've taken oh, it. fish and chips for <laughs> sure. <laughs> absolutely. But I think I think my favorite part about the UK is that it's so much cheaper to travel. Yes. You know, like traveling mm-hmm. in the states. Europe. Even from like from state to state is very expensive yeah. where, you know, from UK to Paris, like you can get it, you know, a round trip flight for 75 quid or something like that. Super cheap compared to the yep. States. So I love traveling in the UK. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm. We traveled a ton when we were out there just because like there were literally you can pay nothing for flights sometimes. Literally. I think there was one time we flew to Amsterdam for like a pound return. It was one of those like crazy Ryanair sales that they had, and uh, where did I'm you sure... travel with one pound? Like uh, donkeys? <laughs> with donkeys? Like, like the bus or something? Yes. Donkeys, no, Ryanair. By full, like, oh, you've Ryanair. Heard of, okay. You've heard of Ryanair? Yeah. They used yeah, to run like a rhino, like a rhino, or uh, Ryanair, like the name Ryan, and there's a company <laughs> called Air. Um, okay. So the guy is like notoriously cheap, and as long as you like, you don't take any baggage. It's only carry on. This is what it used to be. You don't pay with a credit card, and you need to leave and- your kidney. You leave your kidney. Either way. Um, you can fly with them. And there was a while where he was talking about like, um, you know, like on the bus, how they have the, and on the subway, they have those things we hold. There was a while where he wanted to have standing room only on the planes. Oh and he, you charge to use the washroom. Yeah. And you um, need to change the tire and also yeah. drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're the pilot too. Yeah. <laughs> and the washroom is he just opens the door a little bit and you just pee right out, right? Like. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. Sydney, so yeah. What are you doing, man? This period, man. How are things? I, things are things are good. Things are well. Like you know when you film a video, you edit it, then you upload it, and you're like, okay, all right, I have a few hours left in the day. I'm gonna try to film another video. Mm-hmm. I can never do that. Like I try so hard to yeah. be like as productive as possible, but I'm like in recovery mode right now. <laughs> you know, just uploaded a video this morning, and now I'm just kind of recovering, and so I'm just kind of chilling at the moment. You know, got my glass of water. I'm just chilling. It's Until also tomorrow the, when the whole process starts again. Yeah, oh, I know. Also, yeah. You know, it's also the feeling of celebrating. Like, yes. for me personally, when I do a video, I'm saying, okay, I'm going to celebrate that I did the video, right? Well, so I, I need think to people realize that, that video production, like, t- just takes so much out of you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, emotionally, intelligently, like, just everything ab- about uploading videos to, to YouTube. It's just, just, it takes so much energy out of you that I don't think people realize all the effort that goes into just making these videos on a weekly basis. You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a full on TV show in a way, but you're doing it by yourself if you don't have a team. Yeah. yeah. yeah and can I tell so you the true. worst part is that you organize the video, okay? You, you, pay, you put everything together. You need to film on the video. You need to be the actor of the video. You need to edit the video, pick the music, you know, all the good stuff. And after you finish everything, you say, 
fuck, I need to upload it now. So I need to yeah, upload itself takes like hours. <laughs> and then I'm saying, okay, and I need a good thumbnail as well. Let's spend another two hours for the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not that it's finishing when the video is done, right? It's never yeah. finished then. Never, never. You're the writer, you're the producer, you're the filmmaker, the editor, you're the graphic designer, the marketer, you're <laughs> IT, you're like customer service if you're doing a product review, you're like, you're everything. I never yeah. thought of that. You are definitely the customer service as well because people have questions to ask about the products or whatever. That's actually you answer? a very good point. You answer yeah. to them? Well, I'm going to well, stop. Well, that's why you have to charge you know, a decent amount if you want to do a product review because mm -hmm. you're not just making a video for a brand, like you're promoting their product on your channel, but you're also providing mm -hmm. customer service for people um, that have any questions, questions about, about said product, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have never thought of it that way before. That's, That's such a good, good thing to it. say, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. there's always wow. questions in the comments like, oh, how do you put this filter on your camera? I'm like, okay, well, you screw it on. <laughs> yeah. The best questions is when you do a, a gear, if you like, Sydney and Chris, right? In the room to see if they are the best in lenses, in cameras, and Sony related. <laughs> and we see the comments that they say, Should I get this lens or should I get this yes, lens? And why you do go. you think they like, yeah, ask Sony. <laughs> Can you watch the video? <laughs> I said what I had to say. Like, so. yeah. <laughs> there you go. You get a lot of those, don't you? Like, you specifically talk about something, like you made sure you listed it down, you talk about it, and then someone <laughs> asks about that. And it's like, Well, you didn't watch the video, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Clearly, and and I I'm, and lately I've been like intentionally saying like, hey, I'm not doing a full tentacle review about this product. I'm just gonna share my personal experience with it. And then you get the comment every now and then. Well, Gerald Undone said this and said that. Why didn't you cover this? <laughs> Whatever. It's because I said this wasn't a full technical review. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he set this bar so high for like technical reviews. Now everybody's kind of like expecting that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I love his stuff. I really do. I, I think it's just the people they have uh, they have expectations of certain things. Yeah, unrealistic expectations. Like they expect your production quality to be, you know, this level. They expect you to know this and that, this and that. Where it's like, no, I'm not really making the videos for you, really. For that, like this yeah. is my channel. I'm making it for me. <laughs> I'm making it as a business. Yeah, I'm partially making it for you to watch, but you know, this is my business. So I'm gonna make the videos that I'm gonna want to make. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, it's there true. You go. And speaking well, of that, speaking of that, making the videos that you want to make, right? I remember the Sydney when he started, right? You know, I'm a fan. You have seen me on your comment sections of uh, your videos. You know, I really miss the uh, the Sydney who was in a green screen suit. When we're gonna <laughs> see again? I remember the that. Yeah. <laughs> when it's I still happen? have the green screen suit. I have Wait. it, and I had, yeah, I still have the green screen suit. I just, I just remembered a couple of times when I was filming, my wife would be like, you know, when I'm editing, it's like, babe, that's, um, that's a little bit of revealing. So I look down, I'm like, oh, crap. Uh. <laughs> you know, an idea, an idea right now on your next video, film with a tripod right now, the background as it is, mm -hmm. and come with a green screen to talk. And, you know, hold a hat or something. <laughs> that, that would be crazy. But never explain it to the audience. No, yeah. no, no, no. Like, I'm here. What, what do you don't understand? Like, you don't see anything? <laughs> Shit. That's funny. Yeah. Just as like and, a and do the entire review just staring right at the audience, pretending like there's nothing wrong. And just end, end the complete video and that'd just be, wait for the that'd comments. That'd be pretty funny. That, or like to start off the... Or start off the video normally like this. I do yeah. uh, a cut to some B-roll, then cut back to me in a green screen suit, and then go back to B-roll, then I'm back to my normal clothes, and just never yeah. mention it. Don't don't mention that. it. Yeah, yeah. That's, there you that's go. Good. Love it, Chris. Sorry, <laughs> I de I interrupted you uh, before, but before you ask your question, I want to say that I'm very happy right now 
because I have you two all the way since we started, right? But finally, we have in the podcast a hugger like me. A hugger. Right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they don't like hugs. They don't, they don't like touching. They oh, say no, I like hugs. Oh, really? I'm okay with you. Yeah. All huggers? Yeah. Oh, I'm a yeah. big yeah. hugger. I love hugging. <laughs> I'll hug. Ask, okay, when you, have you guys interviewed Cody Warner yet? Uh, no, no, not yet. No, we need to have him on. No. Okay, so ne- next time you talk to Cody, ask him the first time that me and Cody physically met because I gave him the biggest hug of his life. <laughs> I think I heard about this. Didn't you like fully mount him? Like, like legs up and I did. I saw everything. him yeah. across the room at a conference in LA. I said, Cody, ran up to him and just, you know, bear hugged his face. It was, it was brilliant. I, I hope it. he knew he know, he knew who you were at that point, right? Oh, I don't know. That's for you, Chris. He knew now, yeah. That's for you, Chris, and that's for you, Gerald, if you see the video. Yeah. That's how we say hello to each other. Cody's probably just like, oh, just another normal day at work. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Nothing, nothing out of the strange. We have like a fun oh, no. job, don't we? Like it's such a, a weird, Bless. cool, crazy, awesome Bless. job. Yeah. I think we forget yeah. sometimes really what it is that we do and uh, how privileged we are to do something like this. I, so. I will say this though. Um, I, I feel like people also tend to think that because of the fun part of it, they don't understand like how much of a mental stress or pressure and like how much work is behind it, right? Like sometimes even my family, like my parents think I'm just like, I go to work and I just have fun, right? Yeah, I have fun, but like there's a lot of work that goes into it and there are all these like mental pressures of like, you know, you gotta deal with comparatives, comparisons (laughs) and this and that and like trying to like think of ideas and then your stats and whatnot. So there's so much to it, right? But it's like, yeah. I feel like people don't see that side of it, but I don't know. I agree. Maybe eventually. Sydney, do you do client work still? I do. Yes. Okay. Not not as often as I used to, but you know, I'm working with a couple of clients right now, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's been fine. What I what I want to do is not just you know have a YouTube channel and produce content, but like I actually want to have my own production company, and so I want to build like a local team. And like kind of build them up so that they can you know venture off and do their thing because like i really want to just equip people to tell stories to pick up a camera know how you know the different settings how to to do slow motion or whatever like i just i love that i didn't realize how much of a teacher i wanted to be like not like your traditional teacher but like i just love just passing down information and like seeing people like just grow like i love that so much yeah so like my goal like here in texas like while i'm here just to build like a local team. And then wherever I move to next, you know, build a local team and just keep doing that till the day I die. You have a course, right, Sydney, that that you started? Uh, yes, I have a course that is outdated. Uh, I should probably revamp that, but I'm, I'm working on a uh, uh, another course, a secret course uh, about some cameras. So that should be coming out in a few weeks, but, uh, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. How's your experience doing all of that? Like, did you find like, cause I feel like with YouTube, uh, like, do you still have that same interaction with like the people that are taking your course? They're still talking to you and you still it's have hard. back and forth. It's hard because like you're creating like a set amount of content about a specific thing. And then you almost kind of just leave it, like forget it uh, and, and set it and forget it. And then yes, yeah. there's the um, odd educate uh, interaction where, you know, you go to a group chat or you have a Facebook group and you interact with your students and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. great and that's fine, but usually I find personally that students just kind of like being left to their own devices. Just they watch the course and they kind of do their thing. Where YouTube is just interactive, like right off the bat. Like the moment yeah. you press upload, boom, a comment. You have that conversation. Or even on exactly. Twitter, 
You know, you have yeah. that conversation, which I really love. But, you know, courses are great. I think I think I like doing courses. One, primarily it's a good source of income, like a really good source sure. of income. That's not YouTube. But two, it reaches a, a different kind of audience that's not necessarily specific to your own demographics. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the, the students that I that I have are more, I guess, professional. <laughs> not that mm -hmm. anyone else watching my videos isn't a professional, but like, you know, people that that work for governments or work for uh, uh, for like a like a nonprofit or whatever, like really yeah. want to know how to do business as a professional. So uh, it's interesting trying seeing those kind of um, uh, kind of people uh, interact with with the platform like like courses versus you know YouTube they're like they're so different yeah interesting do you think you got those people from YouTube as well like they're following you on YouTube or did you try like other avenues what's funny is that only 20% are students from YouTube and 80% mm. are from people outside and I don't know how they got it <laughs> maybe it's <laughs> from Facebook ads or whatever I'm not sure yeah. but uh, but it's pretty cool just kind of reaching out to, to different uh, kinds of people that's nice yeah, but I hate filming courses. I hate it so much. Like I'm in the middle of one right now and I hate it. It's like, ugh. It's kind of like a school it? assignment. Well, it's because you're so thorough, right? Like you have to, you're writing a curriculum mm -hmm. and you're kind of going through every single detail just to make sure that the students are well informed. And so, I don't know, I find, I find that there's a lot more pressure when you're making a course because like they're paying all this money, right? From 200 to 1,000 yeah. to, you know, the high-end ones that, that not that I make them but like five thousand dollars to pay for a course so they expect like a full-on education right so I think there's a lot of pressure there and I just <laughs> I just hate filming them so much mm -hmm. <laughs> Sydney, how would you do say you more pressure than sorry you go ahead Emilia how do you manage on the courses for example me I'm uh, preparing a course okay a secret course that I'm gonna reveal probably next month for Final Cut okay and when I started, the curriculum that I had was 65 different sections. So when I, you know, talked with the guys that I'm creating the course, they told me, do you want to make it a little bit smaller? You know, 65 <laughs> sections. And I was like, yeah, but I want people to know Final Cut from beginner to medium to advanced. I don't want a course that it's going to be only things that I teach on YouTube, for example, or they can mm -hmm. find on YouTube. So how difficult is this process to place things into the course because as you said people are paying money so you want to have something that it's going to be full is this also you know draining energy out of you or how do you handle all this situation it is it's very hard very i mean it takes a lot of you know mentally out of you but what i find um that successful courses are the ones that are just under an hour and if they're just under an hour they tend to sell a lot more versus, you know, here is a three hour course uh, of this and people do pay for it. And some pay like, you know, up to thousands for, for courses mm -hmm. that are uh, five hours. But I will forget my, my research, six hours. <laughs> I will forget but from my, my six own, hours. from my own research and talking with other course creators, like they found that the most successful courses are the ones just under an hour. An hour. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I guess because they're also priced a little bit lower as well to just get people through through the gate, right? Like people maybe just well, want to see who it is. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's different options. You know, there's you know, you can have like a mini course, right? That's hmm. like half an hour long, three um, modules or whatever it is, or you can have a, a six hour course about Final Cut that all you know <laughs> has like all these <laughs> chapters and all this stuff. So it just varies. So I guess it's like one of those things where it's like just make a course, 
you know, put it out there, kind of see how it does, and then ask your students like feedback. Hey, like which one was your favorite? And you can, and then depending on which uh, platform that you're on, you can see um, how far your students progress on the course. Like if they only go go up to the third module, then you'll know that they're kind of bored and they stop learning at that point. Versus mm. seeing the students that follow through all the way. Okay, cool. This is the structure that works. I'm gonna stick with it. Interesting. I guess that's really helpful to be able to see where they stop. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's, it's really cool. And I'm not the best of courses. I, I've learned, uh, I know Pat Flynn, uh, he spoke to me about it uh, last year or two years ago when we were at VidSummit. Uh, like the dude is like just a master of like at podcasts and, and making courses and stuff like that. And so he gave me some pretty good tips um, on how to make successful courses. And, but the majority, uh, the, the reason why the reason why his courses were so successful is because he actually got feedback from students, like just asking, hey, what course do you want to see? What are some things are you interested? What would you pay for? Like, what kind of topics would you pay for for a course? Which is like, okay, that totally makes sense. I just yeah. ask my audience what they want to pay for, you know, in a course, and I just make the content, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just out of curiosity, Sydney, um, what, what kind of uh, considerations did you take into mind when you were debating where to put your course on? Like, we have so many different avenues like Skillshare, uh, you know, and all those other places. Yeah. So I'm currently on uh, the first course platform that I was on um, was Think Thinkific, and they're pretty good. They're pretty simple. Um, right now I'm, I'm trying out Kajabi because Kajabi is fully integrated with um, uh, what is it uh, like emails and pushing out to, to clients, and uh, and and I and I believe that they have um, their own little marketing thing. Uh, so if you go to Kajabi, you can browse to like the different courses that people might be interested in. So that's mm. kind of cool. I, I'm not finished with my course with Kajabi, so I'll see how that plays out. But most of my experience was from Thinkific, which is, I guess, a very user-friendly course. Okay. The only thing I don't like about Thinkific is that there's no um, app for your phone, because I know a lot of people like to watch courses on their phone. Mm. With Thinkific, you have to watch it on your desktop computer, which is, you know, whatever but kajabi seems to have like everything that you want and mm. to give you know your students options to see if it sounds like you're planning a course dude uh, honestly <laughs> like uh, it's been on my mind for a while like um i think uh i, I think it, these sort sort of decisions need to be made especially when somebody's considering to go full-time or something just to try to diversify your income streams right because yeah i tough. think i think if you if you know something so well whether it's you know something big like filmmaking whatever or something small like how to clean a house whatever like there are courses about the smallest things that make yeah. so much money and it's ridiculous you know <laughs> like i like oh, oh, what course did i see it was like something about like how to how to color coordinate your clothes or whatever like and mm. you know this girl makes like 10 15 grand a month on courses on how to color coordinate your clothes <laughs> you know crazy. for people that don't yeah. it's i know just like so many yeah. different things like it's it's an amazing weird uh, community, but you know there there is an audience that's willing to pay for that kind of stuff. For sure, I guess it's that's like the, the equivalent look. of a video going viral kind of thing. Like your course goes viral almost. Is it something like that? Yeah, I mean, I'm still learning it. Uh, I, I'm still kind of baffled at how you know a lot of some people that uh, that I know that we all know are so successful. You know, making courses like 90% of their income is from courses, and I'm like, really, people would pay 
for for that like you can't look that up on youtube and obviously there's a lot more information in their mm -hmm. courses but you know it's really fascinating that you know people would pay five grand you know to do this course or that course and so it's it's very interesting but i think if, if if you are a content creator on youtube or tiktok or instagram or whatever i don't know i, I feel like it's worth looking into doing you know, some sort of course just to see if it'll uh, if it'll bite because, you know, it doesn't hurt to have a steady income stream, you know what I mean? Other than just reliance mm -hmm. on YouTube or Instagram. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Makes sense. Cinecom.net, Cinecom right? Oh, yeah. Cinecom, <laughs> they're awesome. They're awesome. And also the courses, you know, that's how I was uh, inspired for the course because I see that the courses that they have for, uh, let's say, Premiere, they have these four, five hours courses that they have quizzes. They have special section on a special website. I'm giving hits right now for anyone who's <laughs> listening. But, you know, they have like a full package that after you pay for that and you go out of it, you say, I had an experience, like an experience of a course that I'm going to learn something, but I also answered quizzes. I took like exams. I had uh, exercises where I had to upload and send videos. You know, it's the interactive stuff. I believe in the courses that if you want to get paid well, right? If you don't want to have a course, let's say for 30 or 50 bucks, that you need to give value. And also, this is also in everything in our lives, right? As creators, we need to give value to our content. Give value. For sure. Totally, yeah. Um, and uh, I'll never, I don't know where I heard this from. Maybe I saw it in a movie. I don't know. But like the the most successful um, teachers are the ones who make the most successful students. Like if you make them feel <laughs> that they can accomplish success, um, even though they're kind of struggling with certain things, but them knowing that, oh man, I can do this. I can totally do mm -hmm. this. And they pass. Like that is a true tell sign of a successful teacher. And then, you know, results follow, uh, obviously. And so I thought that was really, really interesting. And I'll never forget that just to make sure that you think of the students as well. Because yes, even though it's a, it's a, a platform where you can make money and it's a good, you know, uh, stream of income. But, you know, if you if you think of that one student and you just want to see them succeed, you want you want them to to make their very first YouTube video. Yeah. Boom. Speaking you know, of maybe that, one day they'll, they'll come back and, you know, buy another course from you. Sydney, speaking you of that, you said something very, very interesting right now, because I believe Chris as well, because we started uh, with cameras and our YouTubes with the same Sony A63, A6500. Right. And I believe you were for both of us, and I think for Tasif as well, you were one of the people where we saw your YouTube channel and we said, we might try it as well, you know, our YouTube channel. So, <laughs> very well, very well succeed. Yeah, oh, that is you awesome. You have accomplished that. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned a lot awesome. from your channel, man. Uh, and I remember I used to pester you too on Twitter trying to get you to come to Canada because I just wanted to meet you so badly. I'm like, man, I've learned so much about cameras because I, I, I didn't know anything about cameras. I'm like, I, I want to meet these guys, so. Pretty cool. Yeah, I got to I got to say I remember Emilio you're like you being you know you following my channel for 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 a long time actually. I just remember seeing like your name is very unique, you know what I mean? I don't know many Emilios and so whenever <laughs> you'd comment, I'd notice it. But then just to see you grow and like to to have this and just to see your channel blow up like man, I like, I'm so proud of you, man. Thanks, man. Thank thank you so much and you know what I was saying to the guys is that I can't wait. This pandemic hit me very hard because being in Europe and have friends, because I, I can call Chris, Tassif, people that I knew from, from YouTube, right? Like friends. 
having the opportunity to be on a vid summit or a conference that we don't have the opportunity right now to be because of the COVID, this is going to be something that, you know, it's going to explode my happiness, if I can tell you, you know, that I'm going to meet with creators. And also, as, as you said, I am watching you from the very beginnings of your channel and also having now the opportunity with this podcast to talk with the creators that we watched for all these years and growing together with them you know this is something that people i want people to know that the niche that we have on youtube and also david don 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 said that oh Jevin Dovey. Jevin yeah, yeah, Dovey, Jevin yeah. Dovey. He said that this niche of creators, it's a, a community that we want everybody well for everyone. You know what I mean? This is a very special niche that we're not saying, oh, he's going to go big and he's going to get the audience you know, out of me. And people need to understand this, that this is a very huge privilege to have when you're starting out that you can get help without... A, you know someone expects some something out of you and he just gives you the help to start the the help to because even on twitter or on instagram you already know that being a creator we have ups and downs every day every week so when we say for example something that is happening right now on youtube very low views on our videos and we say ah oh, man what am i doing wrong right and you see a post of another fellow creator or a friend that says Ah, don't worry about the views that they are low. They're going to go yeah. bigger. You say, okay, it's not, it's not just me, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to smile. Life is going to smile back to me. Do you agree that? Yeah. Oh, totally. Like even, like even all the events uh, like, like NAB or Vid Summit or Video Marketing World or whatever, Camera Camp, like every time I connect with uh, a YouTuber like in our niche, it is like always friendly. It's always supportive. Like every single time, there's no competition at exactly, all. It's just, exactly it, it's always like, oh my gosh, it's you, man. I love your videos. <laughs> I and know then we you. talk about gear. We nerd <laughs> about, know. you know, gear. And like and I know such, you, right? It's a beautiful community. Yeah, you know, totally. I remember Josh Yo said that when he went to Camera Camp, first time, the Sony Camera Camp, he said that everybody I was going like I know them already so yeah I'm, yeah. I'm Josh you know and, and I know you <laughs> yeah and what's cool is that when you meet them because you've seen their videos it's it, it feels like you've known them for, it feels like for a while them. right you kind of yeah. know their personality and you just like every every person that I've met in person from the YouTube community it's just we have clicked you know and like some of my best friends are YouTubers that I met for the first time for the past couple of years and it's it's a really special community. It really is. And so I I love I love being part of it. Looking forward to the point at which we can actually say, yeah, let's let's meet up. Like let's hang out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, nah. Man, really hopefully soon. Hopefully yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah. How is Texas? How is Texas as a city? I I also saw Sarah Dietzi is building a new studio, right? In Texas. She is. She I think she's about half an hour away from me. A lot of a lot of people are moving out here. Um. Uh. Yeah. Some more content creators got moving out to Texas, which is really Dave cool. Mace. Some more friends for me to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a yeah. great place. Um. Really good food. Like barbecue is just so good. And where I live uh, specifically, it it reminds me of um, of California like a lot. Uh, a lot of the same shops. A lot of the same activities. No mountains or beaches, obviously. But we got some pretty awesome lakes. Um. Uh. It just just 
I don't know, it's just, it's a cool place to live. I never thought I'd, I'd see myself live in Texas, but here I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to see you, you with a cowboy hat. Nope. A horse. I'll yeah! never, <laughs> I will never, I will never wear, hats don't look good on me. I, I want to wear a hat. I love hats, but I, I want just your don't hair. look good in hats. I want your hair and I'm throwing this out. Meanwhile, he's probably wearing, like, he's got like cowboy boots on down there. <laughs> probably dude cowboy boots With, like, are bells at the expensive <laughs> like the oh the spurs like they can go from like 1500 bucks to 2500 dollars yeah like wow. i went to fort worth which i think where sarah lives like there's a cowboy store in downtown and i went there just to look minimum price for boots is like 800 bucks what? Like, Holy. are these like leather like real leather boots yeah yeah and there's okay. like there's like an art to it like it's got to either the, the pointy one that goes down, or if you want to be fancy, you got to get the, I guess, the crocodile one where the, where the point goes up or something like that. I don't know. There's like a whole, there's a whole, it's a whole thing that I don't understand. That's so cool. <laughs> when you say the pointy ones that go up, it makes me, I don't know why, the first image that came to my head is the two evil guys in Breaking Bad. Remember those two guys? Oh, the twins, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have the, <laughs> yep. their cowboy points that kind of like point up there. And you go into the, the yeah. store, you say, this is real leather. Yes. And you take the Zippo, you know, you light it up. Let's, let's find out. <laughs> 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 that's funny but yeah texas is blowing up there's a lot of uh, uh uh people moving out here a lot of businesses uh coming out here it's becoming like a real really cool community hub like in my town mckinney there's whenever i go down downtown there's like just a huge group of photographers out taking photos like you know along Amazing. the bricks and alleys and, and all that stuff and so it's uh it's pretty it's pretty cool never never what i would have thought like texas would be such a creative community do you ever do like uh, meetups with people down there and like photo walks and like that kind of thing? I wanted to uh, yeah. before the pandemic. Right. Uh, I'm going to wait a little bit longer, but I definitely want to do that because yeah. I think I, because I, I feel because I'm from California and I feel that everyone, you know, has a camera or, you know, makes videos or whatever. So it's kind of saturated yeah. over there where Texas, I feel like people are hungry for it. And, um, you know, people, I mean, California is the best state, <laughs> in my opinion. I'm kind of biased, and so secretly, I think everyone wants to be as cool or creative as as Californians. And so, when people get the opportunity to to pick up a camera and do something, and and there's an opportunity to learn to to learn, like in a workshop, whatever, like Texans just jump on board with that kind of stuff. So it's it'll be interesting, like once you know the pandemic like just subsides and all that stuff, and we start doing these personal meetups. Uh, I would love, 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 love to do more of that stuff. Absolutely. And, and also the traveling, right? Because I remember you were planning before the pandemic, uh, traveling, photo, right? What, what was the thing that you had? I was, I was meant to go to, to Bali last June. Bali, yes. Um, mm. Yeah. So that's being postponed to next June. So, uh, so yeah. So hopefully things will be better by then. I think... I have a good feeling, but we'll see. That will happen, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's confirmed. I got uh, eight people excited to, to go. Um, and people can still sign up if they want to. But it's going to be awesome. We're going to We're go going to have links. We're going to have links in the description. Yeah. This podcast. Oh, please. Yeah, for, sign up. It'll be awesome. Bali as well. Yeah. Uh, it'll be really fun. I wanna, and I want to do uh, more stuff like domestically, like locally. I want to head out. You know, I'll be in England next year. So I'd love to, you know, do a meetup out there um you know do a huge road trip in europe i mean come on i'm waiting you so That'd awesome cool. i'm waiting so and also awesome. we can visit uk as well we're gonna go to uk oh. 
we can go to the Netherlands, right? And then we can go Absolutely. south. Italy, Spain, Greece. Like, we're going to go to Every single guest we have, Emilio makes travel plans with them and <laughs> yeah. makes yes. sure that it's yeah. like in, every in week. stone before they leave. <laughs> every yes. week. Because You're we on need... my list, Emilio. Yeah, and I need, we need to We're going visit... to Greece in, in a couple of years, so I want to go. go. Thank you. Thank you, Sydney. Because, you know, every, everyone forgets, forgets us here. Everyone is forgetting Nobody us. forgets you. You're a huge <laughs> continent. <laughs> 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 They they always talk about the U.S. They never talk about Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. No. So lonely. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> That's awesome, Sydney. I have a question for you, and this is going to yeah. be complete left field. Okay. Okay. How do you have such perfect hair every time? What's your What's your routine? Manscape. You it's a wig. You gotta get the right product, man. Revealed right now. You gotta get the right product. It's a wig. Who said that, Chris? Come on. <laughs> there you go. And now the sponsor message. And for my hair. <laughs> Today's sponsor is Keeps. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know. I just use normal product and just, you know, El it natural. Back. That's it. There you go. Do you, yeah, do you have to blow it. dry it, be honest? I you do. Blow, yeah. You do? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I tell and it's funny because that, yeah. look, because when I when I travel, like you know, I, I feel kind of weird bringing a, a, a you know a hair dryer because it's like, oh, look at you trying to be like, look at this <laughs> yeah. diva, you know. And I have to I have to call the hotel first, like just to make sure, like, hey, do you have a, a hair dryer in your room? Because some hotels don't. <laughs> and so if I know that they That's carry amazing. hair dryers, then I don't have to, to. But I have to. Yeah, it's a weird thing that I do. I just <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, sorry. Otherwise, this it is, won't work. This is not a thing for the men to have a hair dryer. No, it is. I I, try. No, I used I to. Like I used to one. as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, it's normal, right? It's, it's it is not normal. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. totally. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. yeah, I think it's like there's a stigma where it's like, oh, you're a guy, you shouldn't have to do this, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, you gotta rough I, it I up like with a towel. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> for for me to make it look like I have hair here, I need to have the hair dryer, and I have to stick them with <laughs> luck and everything, you know, so I can show that I have something. See, <laughs> these are the kind of conversations you get in creativeness, right? Like. Like, okay, did you see Sydney got me get out my hat? That was for the first time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said you were gonna, just going to embrace the hair moving forwards. That was one episode. Now you're when? back to the hat. Last when week? Did, nah, that nah, was nah, the, nah, yeah, you nah, did. I you don't believe you did. You're a liar. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's online somewhere forever. Some evidence. <laughs> so what I was told is that um, if you really want to have healthy hair uh, like for, for a long time, you shouldn't really wash your hair every day. Yeah. You have to wash it every I lost two the to train. three days. I lost the trains. No, not necessarily hour. because, you know, you know, you can, you know, grow it back or whatever or just have healthier hair from this point on. But like your natural oils from the hair is like really good to lubricate your scalp and all that stuff and oh, promotes okay. hair, hair growth. So just yeah. passing that information. It's on the table. <laughs> just if you want it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> So next week, there we, we expect go. good hair from you, Emilio. Yes. There you go. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. No Just a wave, and, big and old you, shoulder length. You see me with the fake, how do you say, like the better cold soul, you know, with the... The, the wig, big, yeah. The, oh, the comb over. Yeah, yeah. What do you call it? The, the toupee. Yeah, the toupee. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Dude, if you grow a man bun this year, that would be awesome. Oh, you should. That should be your thing. Just grow it. Man bun it. I used I used yeah. to have a ponytail. I was telling that to the guys. Oh yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had a hair like 
from here. Like rock We band. still haven't seen any pictures, mind you, but and I you're mean, never going to see it, Asif. You're never going <laughs> to see it. <laughs> These are kept very secretly inside. That's awesome. All right, Sydney, quick question for you. And you yeah. got to answer this quick. Two cameras, right. two lenses. What are they? You get to A7S3, choose just two cameras. A7S3, Alpha 1, 16-35, and 50mm, and G Master. Mm. Oh, okay. That's the a favorite. favorite. There, there, there a guy with a 50mm. You see? Yeah. There is a guy okay. with a nifty 35 was my favorite focal length for the longest time, but when I played with Sony's new 50mm, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this lens so much. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just so expensive. Yeah. What's your most say, used lens right now? It's the 16 to 35? Yeah. That's my go-to lens. Okay. I have, uh, I've, I've minimized my gear to just two lenses. It's the 16 to 35 and the 24 to 70. You know, you get all your focal lengths. Yeah. Sigma or Sony? Sigma? Sony. Ah, okay. Did you hear that, um, Chris? Yeah, I heard it. Loud and clear. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Every time, Amelia. <laughs> Sigma's great too. They're great. Yeah. They, get, they have some pretty awesome lenses. Um, but yeah, I've been abusing the 16-35 like 99% of the time. And like, you know, you can use APS-C mode on Sony cameras, which is fantastic. And I rarely mm -hmm. pick up the 24-70. I might even sell that lens to get the 50 mil. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But yeah, 16-35 is my go-to. Interesting. I always find this curious. Everybody says A7S3, but nobody says FX3. Why? Because it's a boring camera. What? <laughs> okay. It's a boring camera. It's the same camera. Though, I no? said it. It is the that, same. It is the that same overheats. Okay. That overheats. Okay, that was one so, time. In it was one, one time. time. <laughs> you know, Sydney, it's, Sydney. I mean, okay, listen. When we started, Tassif had the Canon C7, C70. Yeah. yeah, but I wasn't using that. I was using the R5 for He the was actual. using, yeah, the R5. And yeah. he was getting disconnected all the time. And we say, come on, man, you need to get a Sony camera. Okay. No, he wasn't getting disconnected. Limits. It stops after 29 minutes. 29, just, yeah. minutes, 29 minutes, you'd see the little EOSR thing up and here. Boop. You know, you were seeing yeah. Tassif, we were talking, right? With the, goes, sorry. <laughs> so we tell him, you need to get a Sony, right? He says, yeah. what do you have? We have the A7S III. Perfect. He goes and takes the FX3. Right I love now. it. Such a good camera. It is a good camera. Okay, oh. it's a good camera. It's just that it's oh, it's the same thing as an A7S III. It is, it, it is. It does exactly if you, the same thing. If you thing. didn't have the A7S III and you had to choose between those two, you'd still go between A7S III? Between the FX3? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Between, if I didn't have the A7S III and I had to choose between the FX3 and the A7S III? Correct. Well, I'd, I'd still go for the A7S III. Of course, yeah. Interesting. And okay. also, yeah. you know, and also something that I didn't know. They said that um, the... When you zoom in on the on the sensor, the clear image zoom doesn't work okay. on the A seven S three because it's twelve me megapixel, right? Right. In four K, yeah, it works. It's 10, working yeah. with my twenty four one point four. It's working perfectly and goes to thirty five. But in four K or ten eighty. Four K all I up to sixty p. It doesn't yeah. work on the one hundred twenty. Are you FPS. sure it's not clear image zoom? Be yeah, it might crop, be clear image or crop zoom. mode. It's working only with the 24, 1.4, the, the Z Master. So probably with the 34 as well. If you go, check this out. It's got to be clear image soon. Let's see. If, uh, do you see it's a 4K mm -hmm. and 50? You see that? Sure. Okay. We'll take your word for it. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. Zoom. That's like this big on the screen right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Sydney's <laughs> like real in there. He's like, <laughs> we'll that's just clear not image zoom. Yeah. That's clear that's image clear, zoom. That's clear image zoom. 
<laughs> something that you learned here in the Creative List podcast. <laughs> they're they're making you know they're they're saying lies to us that it's not working. Get the A7S3 guys, not sponsored by Sony. Well, I will say our cameras. Yeah. I used the FX3 for the first time today on a shoot, and it's a lot nicer to use on a gimbal than the A7S III is because, like, the top's chopped off, right? Mm. Yeah. So uh, I've had a lot of issues before. Like, you put a mic on top, and it's just the it's off center, like the balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. with, so with much gimbal. easier to balance. With uh, Ronin S. Get a Zion. No. Yeah, <laughs> crane to S. I don't need. I'm done with but gimbals, that, that, honestly. Like, and I, don't, I also I don't need like the grip again. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, the same. sorry, sorry, guys. Okay, Chris, <laughs> you know FX3 is better because you can use it better on a gimbal. And after f- yep. five seconds, I'm done with gimbals. <laughs> I am done with gimbals. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never want to buy one again. I, I don't use them anymore. I'm never buying one again. The Ronin works fine, and it always will. There you go. So, so yeah, why do you, you need an FX3 then? <laughs> well. It was either buy grip. another A7S three or nice. buy an FX three, yeah. and I was like, I don't want to drop go. all that money on another one. But <laughs> again, okay. I have to say that you see how um, good people are guests because no one says FX nine, no one says yeah. Aria Alexa, no one says like you see A7S three A one or A one is a bit, little bit higher, you know, but it's a photos, but they don't go like I want a sixty thousand body with a one hundred thousand lens. That's what yeah. I admire. Well, we haven't had Marquez on yet, so uh, that's true. Have him on then, or or Jonathan Morris. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but I gotta say this. So Sydney, I had the A7S3 and I mm-hmm. had the R5 both together. Um, for some reason, the grip on the A7S3, I just wasn't feeling it, and then I ended up keeping the R5, and then I got the FX3. I loved the grip on the FX3. Like it just feels so much chunkier and better in your hand, but it's also smaller. It's I, I guess it's like the thickness of it, uh, which gives it that feeling. So, and then I was I was totally fine letting the R5 go at that point. But yeah, I guess it it, it depends. I don't know. It's it's funny how like there's these camera wars. Like every time someone or any one of us like posts a review on the latest camera, or whatever. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, oh, well, what about this camera? What about that camera? <laughs> it's like, dude, we're just giving you information. Calm yeah. the F down. You know what I mean? It's like, you can make your own decision. You're a grown there up. You, go. you yeah. know, you don't have to get the A7S3. You don't have to get that FX9. If you're happy with your, I don't know, Canon M5, then hey, R5. more power to you, you know? And so I think it goes back to what you said at the beginning. It's like, we no longer say we're reviewing things. This is our experience with it. And that experience you can only it. view exactly. multiple people's experiences and make your own decisions. Like mm-hmm. That's right. I think I think with our niche, it started out as reviews because I don't, we didn't know what else to call it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think now that we kind of know our content a lot more, that we know our niche a little bit more and our audience a lot more, it's like, well, actually, I'm just giving you my experience with this product. So take it, leave it, whatever. It's up to you. You're a grown up. <laughs> and basically, I don't think it's going to be even one guy from the audience of YouTube that is going to make a purchase just because he watched one video. Like I can tell, for example, for me personally, if I'm going to make a purchase, I'm going to see at least 10 different videos or 15. I'm going to yeah. get something it's from it's it's not a only Gerald and Dan, right? There or it's go. not only Philip Bloom. If you can manage to see the whole Philip Bloom one and a half hour review you know but if you manage to see that if you manage to see that you can understand that you're seeing things that you say okay but that's philip's opinion his experience so let's see what sydney said let's see what chris said let's see you know one two three so 
people need to understand this that you don't you're not you know to see only one video and then say okay this guy Gerald for example recommended me this I'm gonna buy it right and also it's gear I, I won't forget what um, um, Frono's photo said yeah. Um, yeah. back to 10 years ago on his channel and he said instead of buying new gear or buying the most expensive cameras in the lens learn how to frame your shots <laughs> and learn how to crop you know in when you shoot not when you edit something and you're gonna mm. be better so don't get so obsessed about uh, sydney it was one of your videos right that you said you saw a video with an a6300 like uh six mm -hmm. months ago that was amazing and you said the a6300 <laughs> in 2020 and they can make miracles yeah oh totally well it was uh i think i was kind of going through the archives and everything and i was looking at some footage because i was looking for like uh, shots of me um, for a video. I'm like, oh wow, this is, this is a really good shot. What was this shot on? And I looked at the file and it said A6300. I'm like, dude, this is still good. Like, what are people yeah. like complaining about? And so, yeah, it's uh, it's funny because it's like you get those comments when you make those reviews, and 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 I'm sure you guys get this. It's like, oh, it feels like I'm watching a three minute ad or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> well, dummy, no, because even though like we're like making the same videos and uploading at the same time or whatever. I'd much rather see 10 videos of the same topic in different perspectives versus seeing one commercial scripted by the brand, by the agency to make the product look good and that's it, right? Like I'd much rather see all these videos with, from all these different content creators with their own unique perspectives. And so exactly. it's just, it's that's true. what I don't get. Like, like we're here to, to give you information about a product. Like you, you, you know, Marquez's style, you know what he likes, you know, watch his video if you want to, you know, get stuff. Uh, or if you like his style, you know, if you want to watch Chris's stuff, like, you know him, or if you want to watch Jevin's stuff, like, you know, his personality and you decide for yourself, look at the footage, look at the video. And then you decide if you mm -hmm. want this piece of gear or not, you are an adult. And so, yeah, it your own drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, one is pushing, no one is pushing anyone. Right on YouTube. Yeah. I just remembered something earlier from this conversation. Um, Chris, when you did your intro, you mentioned Sydney had a secret channel. Mm -hmm. hmm. You still have it, what right, Sydney? This? What about the sex secret channel? Yeah. Have you posted any more on it recently? No. <laughs> I have oh, okay. I have a backlog of uh, uh I should probably make some more because I have like a whole bunch of backpacks. But the the secret channel is called Breaking Bags. And it's oh. kind of a it's a it's a yeah it's a play on words on the show Breaking Bad, where yeah. basically it's it's kind of like a backpack review channel, but I say nothing at all. I show the backpack, I grab a sledgehammer, and I just beat it up, <laughs> and just kind of play around. That's it. That's all okay. I do. So oh. you made something with the bugs way before Cody threw that Peter McKinnon's bug out of the cliff, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we never saw that. He's been smashing bags. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you do for a living? I smash bags. <laughs> yeah. And I, the thing is like I have so many backpacks like in my office it's ridiculous and so I may as well make something out of it, you know what I mean? Mm. So just I I love camera bags like more than gear and I like, you know, violence and so <laughs> why not just put the two together into one channel <laughs> and bananas right like throwing bananas, bananas. inside bags okay oh my gosh, yes. serious serious Absolutely. question uh something that <laughs> we're we're realizing uh episode after episode more and more is that uh almost 80 or 90 percent of the youtubers on the creators knees are musicians right so you play the keys right i do 
when are we going to see you on uh, on a video like uh you know that you're going to play some keys or dress the music stop epidemic sound stop music bed we want sydney's hands when is going to original so i have like i don't know how you guys organize your videos but like i have this long list uh of like videos to make mm -hmm, and same. one of them is you know uh making your own music and stuff like that or at least relating music to editing because to me i think editing is about layers right mm -hmm. you edit a layer of this and then you put on a, a layer of music and then you put a layer of sound effects and a layer of b-roll just layers to me same thing with music like on the keys you put on a, a chord you hold it like you hold a pad you let the keys run and then you add an, another you know mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. uh, set of chords or whatever it is and so to me it's like the same so i thought it'd be kind of cool to to make a video correlating like music and, and editing and kind of showing people like editing is it's not about slow motion this or you know whatever it's like no it's about building layers and crafting a story that's amazing so. that's amazing because also we're editing to the beat so mm -hmm. if you have also music knowledge it's gonna be very easy to not be for example uh, so boring on your video to cut one two three four because you can cut to end you can cut to to end you know not just to one two three four on the beat mm -hmm. Totally. Okay, quick question. Do y'all play music? Uh, me, yes. Chris, yes. Asif? No. No? Like, play music? Yeah. Like, I can look at notes and play? You no. sing. You I sing. thought you sang. I sing. sing. I sing, yes. yeah. Yes. I sing. Oh, sweet. Okay, after the podcast, I have an idea, because I, I think it'll be, a, a, it'll be a cool collab. Absolutely. Okay. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm down. Be fun. <laughs> Let go. There you go. A little hint. A little preview tease on the podcast. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Good idea. If you, Sydney, if you had a choice to do a channel outside of your niche, other than breaking bags right now, like free, unfiltered, you could do whatever you wanted, what would it be? It, it would be um, everything about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, I, I didn't expect such that. a comic okay. book nerd. I love it so much. Interesting. So like, you know whether talking about the latest Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode or, you know, talking about the upcoming uh, Black Widow movie or whatever. Like, I love that stuff. And I wish mm. if I had, if this wasn't my niche, like that would definitely be something that I would totally geek out on. Get into like, hands down. Were you always that into that? Like comic books oh, yeah. from a young age? Yeah. I had like hundreds and hundreds of like comic book, like the original Spider-Man uh, comic books. Um, nice. Uh, I got cards, like a whole bunch of Marvel cards, uh, like in their casing and stuff like that. Like, oh, ugh, wow. I love collecting that stuff. And it's kind of cool to see like my son get into it. Like he just loves mm. like everything Marvel. And so yeah. he asks, he has like this Lego Marvels game and uh, he asks, hey, who's this, who's this superhero? And I, you know, I talk about it. I was like, oh yeah, this is this person. And here's how this person relates to, to that hero and stuff like that mm. so yeah I, I love that stuff i geek out on that stuff for sure yeah no that's some fun stuff for sure yeah i i, I think um i think making something like that shouldn't be too too uh difficult right like it'd kind of just be talking head like if you were to do something like that i mean filming it is not the problem it's just editing is, is my problem it. at the least you know what i mean yeah. like i have I have like three videos filmed and I'm like, either I'm too lazy to edit it or I'm not as fast as an editor as mm. it used to be. And so I, I just need, I need to hire an editor just to <laughs> help me keep up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let yeah. alone a second yeah. channel. <laughs> Do you find when you, you batch shoot as well, like you get to like the, one of the videos you shot very first, you're like, yeah. ah, this isn't even a good idea anymore. Or like, I, <laughs> you're not into editing it as much as you should be. And like, yeah, I find it happens a lot. All mm. the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think, 
the more you grow, then I guess for some reason the pressure just kind of kicks in and you're like, oh yeah, mm, I, this video's not gonna work. I'm just gonna scratch it. My two hours I've spent filming this, nope, down the down the toilet. Um, but then then again, sometimes you look back at that footage and you're like, oh, actually this is this is doable. Yep. You know, maybe I was stressed out when I was filming, but coming back, you know, with a calmer uh, mindset, you know, you kind of think more rationally. And so, um, but yeah, I tend to scratch projects every now and then. It's a good thing to do sometimes, I think. Yeah, it is. And it's good to have lists. Like sometimes I don't know what to, to make or I kind of get lost in in, uh, in the production schedule. And so that's why I like having my list. Um, and, I, and I'm like, okay, I, I meant to do this one. Let's do this video because it kind of correlates with my previous video or whatever. That's this clever. Keep that's clever, yes. Yeah. And then Sony sends you a new lens and everything just goes <laughs> oh, just okay. sideways. So do you guys, okay, I don't know if you're like me, but do you guys like try to keep up with your production schedule? But then all of a sudden, Moment or Sony or whoever sends you a new product and you're like, stop everything. I have to do, I this. do this. Pressure's yeah. on. I have to, and they send it to you so late and you have like 24 hours to make the video. <laughs> Doesn't it like just frustrate you so much? Yeah. 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 To be honest, I Especially don't have this problem because I receiving it to Europe after the customs way after the release. <laughs> <laughs> for example, you know, I received the OnePlus 9 series uh, four days ago. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think the OnePlus 10 is coming out soon, Emilio. Yeah. <laughs> Very clever. Very clever. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney, what... Yeah. Uh, do you watch YouTube outside of obviously making videos? Do you watch YouTube as well? Oh yeah, all the time. Um, um, I love any, anything you watch outside of our niche. Yeah, um, I, I I always end my day watching Philip DeFranco. Like okay. He kind of, you know, I, I get my news from him, which is great. I don't yep. have to do all the research. Um, I I've been watching a lot of crypto and financing mm. stuff. It's okay. Really fascinating. Like Meet Kevin, uh, yeah. um, Graham Stephan. Um, who else? Uh, just a lot of a lot of people in that niche, like that that kind of that whole world, like fascinates me so much. And so, do you have money in like, crypto? I do. You do? What are you in? Lucked out with Doge. Uh, got Doge. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So really lucked out last week. Yeah. That was that was pretty fun. Hopefully you so, uh, you sold out of it. You secured your position. Oh, I did. Yeah, I sold okay. high. I sold nice, high. I, have, nice. I still have a little bit left, and I might buy yeah. the dip. But um, but yeah, I got real fortunate. Um, but but I knew. Oh, this is what. Too good to be true because it's based on nothing. It's, it's a joke. Yeah, um, it's literally me. So yeah, so I definitely cashed out for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm on Coinbase and yep. I guess I'm earning tokens. If you like watch these videos or something like that, like they're small amounts, but you get to like learn more about the different tokens that are out there and stuff like that. So yeah, still learning. I still have not as much knowledge as I'd like to have in crypto, but the, the whole world just fascinates me. It's very interesting. Mm. Yeah. That's your world, isn't it, Deceive? Yes. Yeah. Yep. All about it. <laughs> yeah. Do you like watch all the, the the trade stocks and stuff like that? Like he's an accountant. And... Yeah, like my background is uh, chartered accounting. Like Ben oh, Affleck, cool. an accountant yeah. like Ben Affleck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. I wish. <laughs> um, quick fire round. Should we do it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go yeah. for the fire right. round. Wait, let's uh, let's load it up. Actually, I think we probably talked about a few other things already. We did. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I can't find it. Uh, <laughs> My SD card. <laughs> what? 
Tassif <laughs> said all the questions of the quick oh. fire. Oh, no, there's one. Okay. Oh. Pineapple there's on pizza. There's a few. Yes there's a few no. still on there. Okay, sorry. What was that? Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Oh, hell yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I don't know why people That's don't like two it. It's delicious. In a row now. Oh. It's delicious. Oh, my gosh. We can't be The sweetness anymore. of the pineapple and ham. Oh, <laughs> just put it in my mouth. <laughs> Sydney, any hobbies that people would be surprised to, you know, hear right now that you like? Uh, slacklining. Oh, Sl okay. what? Okay. Slack? Oh, no way. Slacklining, yeah. I'm like trying to get better. Yep. I'm not good at bouncing, but I'm, yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's a lot harder than it seems, eh? I bought a line a couple of years ago and it's hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one thing to like, you know, tie it to like to two trees or whatever. Yeah. But then getting on it. And then like feeling your calves like just really work and you get all sore the next day or something like that. But it's, but, but I guess like if you, if you know how to slack line, then you can pretty much, you know, know how to balance the surf, snowboard, wakeboard, all that stuff just builds up your balance. Creepy, creepy next One video. Wheel. I'd say, I'd say in something that I said about half an hour ago, slack line with a green suit. <laughs> yes i could just yes. put a slack line out and say that i'm in a green screw so, uh, so no one would know and you see on the line you know that just just line <laughs> to slowly start putting little clips in throughout a video levi allen yeah. was the guy that uh that told me about it uh he did a video about slack lining and i saw it and i'm like man this is yeah. cool that this was cool. cool i think there was like a documentary about slack lining that came out a couple years back and like, like I want to do it. So yeah, just kind of learning, but that's it, a fun, fun little hobby. It got really big the last couple of years, didn't it? Cause there was that one guy that kept doing like crazy stunts for TV. Like, I think he did the grand Canyon. Then he did Niagara falls. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember that one. I can't imagine doing that. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Niagara falls. Yeah. Wow. No, thank you. I think he had to have a, what do you, what do you call it when you're attached? I think he had to have one of those for Niagara oh, falls. Like, like a, like a tether? Yeah, I think he had to have one. They wouldn't let him do it. Was there like a helicopter laws. or something? Oh, no. Yeah, there was a helicopter was, as yeah. well, but yeah, I think he had yeah, to have a tether for Niagara Falls to stick with the laws. Was he the same dude that slacklined from hot air balloon to hot air balloon? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not too sure. Because I remember what, watching... What are they uh, doing? Um, <laughs> from balloon to balloon slacklining? I guess they get a thrill out yeah. of it. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's that's. It's for adrenaline junkies. Yeah, literally living on the edge. I thought Zanklova Dam with the one uh, foot there and one foot there with, on the Volvos. You remember that? Oh yeah, that he was doing. <laughs> that, that was, was pretty the, funny. What, yeah. That was the most, uh, you know, how do you say, extreme sport. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, that, that real was as well? Didn't he like actually do that or something? He actually did it. Yeah, I can't imagine that. No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> only he balls. would do that yeah really <laughs> literally was that all the questions from the quickfire pretty we, much we, i think we, we got to come up with more quickfire we questions. need to update them because yeah, tassif is stealing them yeah you know tassif <laughs> you know sydney is like sneaky you know and uh tell us sydney uh two cameras no, I, mean, yeah. I, I only took two questions <laughs> only two questions from there and that was because i was genuinely curious <laughs> Find your own questions. <laughs> Those were my questions that I so, put in there. <laughs> do you guys not like pineapple on ham? No. On no, no, no. I like no. pineapple on pizza. I'm Wait, Medi what? Mediterranean We're just learning guy. this now. Mediterranean yeah, I, guy. I, I, I <laughs> I've been outnumbered for far too long, but yeah. now it's time for me to speak Basilico, up. <laughs> Basilico, tomato and cheese. 
Safe skis and but recently I found out that I'm actually allergic to pineapple and bananas, so I can't have it. That's bananas. It's probably for the best. You're allergic to yellow fruit. It's like it's called ragweed, right? Ragweed, like in the environment, and then that same properties are apparently in bananas and pineapples. But no, thank God it's not yellow food. No, thank God, because I love mangoes too much. When we meet up, when we meet up secretly, pineapples to the pizza that we're gonna eat, so we can see the Sif how it's gonna happen in his face. Like he's gonna swollen like this. I'm just gonna watch, yeah, watch him die slowly. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're gonna give him Emilia's adrenaline. So dark. No worries. <laughs> adrenaline. Don't worry. Cortisone. Oh, man. We're Mind gonna have to come over to your house for food, Emilia. <laughs> I'm never eating at your yeah. place. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, all right. So, well, I guess we're good. Yeah, Sydney. We won't take any more of your time. We really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you having me. Much. Yeah, this has been oh, really fun. You know what? It's it's just really cool just to hang out for a bit. You know, just kind of not edit videos, whatever, and just kind of hang out and chat. Yeah. Like and if we have video. anyone in the audience that he's a good editor, he uses Final Cut or Premiere. Uh, make sure to reach out to Sydney's uh, email with a good portfolio. You need to have a good read <laughs> for because editor. as you yeah. understood, Sydney is looking, he might get an editor. So if anyone yeah, might even like get a free green suit, we're going to see more <laughs> videos from Sydney. That's going to be the reward. <laughs> <laughs> so I could eat my pineapple and ham. Exactly. And there have more go. conversations like this one. <laughs> Sydney, thank you so much. This has been awesome. And also, thank you you so much for joining us, Sydney. Thank you for everything that you've done in this niche throughout the start of your YouTube channel. It's it's really amazing. You have helped a lot of people and uh, personally, all the three of us. Thank you. It's been been a real pleasure, uh, fellas. Sydney's information is going to be in the description down below, so be sure to go check them out. Thanks, Sydney. Thank you. Thank you. All right.